Lucy, thank you for joining me today on uh, Positive Thinking. Um, we're going to start this off with our first segment, uh, talking about positive news from this week. So I've seen on the goodnewsnetwork.org, um, there's the post that's titled, Her dad's food truck made just $6 in a day, so she asked Twitter for help and hundreds came to the rescue. Um, it writes here, when a young Texas woman realised how her dad's food truck had been struggling in the pandemic, she made a single post on Twitter asking for help. One, one single post. Giselle Aviles and her father, Elias, have a close relationship, so she's often been inquiring about his health and his business. Um, and there's, she's put up a, an Instagram post of um, what his um, uh, food truck looks like. It kind of looks like when you go, when I go and watch my brother Max races dirt bike that would kind of like a burger van kind of look alike but with mexican mm. food um and it says it's been hard for tagrira el Toroto. he's admitted daily earnings for the humble texas food truck has been as low as 60 40 and even 20 dollars for a full day's work and when elias mentioned to his daughter that, uh, that revenue one day was just six dollars after putting in a 12-hour shift she was stunned she told cnn I just said, well, we have nothing to lose. And I decided to make the tweet that day. So long story short, she tweeted and hundreds of Texans flocked to this food truck um, and basically saved the day. So that's the positive news from this week that I thought was really touching. So despite all the horrible things we're hearing in the news this week about this, uh, what's it called? Six, six, six rule. Six six people rule. Six no, there's a there's a there's a term for it now. Oh right. Uh, like uh, I don't know the rule of six. It's called, I think it's called yeah, the rule, rule of six. Yeah, yeah. Which, by the way, listeners, we are um, well prepared for. We have six seats now on our balcony. Six. We've got two sun loungers, four normal chairs, and um, there are only two of us who live in this in this flat. So we are well prepared for the rule of six. So anyway, I thought that was really touching because usually when you're you're allowed to talk, <laughs> when when you when you that's why you're here. <laughs> when you hear about these um, things that are going on um, on social media, you only ever hear negative things like edited pictures. Don't you? Those things often get dismissed, pushed, pushed to the side, or forgotten yeah. about, or very little uh, coverage about that yeah but i think it's just so important that we highlight all the good stuff that comes and especially from social media because social media gets uh gets a bad rep for itself mm. so that's an example of being used for the good isn't it i know i love it positive thinking that's the, that's so, that's what we're here for, yeah that's, that's what we're that's here for Pos positive vibes good vibes only mm. um going to move on to your biggest passion so Theo if you could describe to me what your biggest passion is um my biggest passion my biggest passion is probably um as you as you know well no my biggest passion is probably um well it's, it's definitely sports really I mean I'm sitting here talking to you with the ball in my hand I know you never stop because I can't this ball up and down I can't not have a ball in my hand whether it's a football rugby ball cricket ball whatever tennis ball I've just always got to be touching the ball which um yeah so sport is obviously a big passion for me not not just one sport it's all the sports really um you sound like you're doing your PGC interview <laughs> all over again I know all the sports I'll, not just but you do have I'll, one big 
Big I, one. I'm in interview mode, aren't I? Um, yeah, cricket. Cric- he's, still got, he's still got his headphones in. Take them out. Cricket. Um, cricket's my main passion here. Cricket is what I play most seriously. Um, it's taken me many places in the world. Um, and I've, it, I started at a very young age. How old were you when you started? Uh, I think I, I think I was about like five or six. Six? Five? Yeah, five, five or six. Playing that, cricket? That's when I remember. Like, that's quite dangerous. Yeah, but not with a hard ball. It was with like softball in the garden, my brothers and my dad. All right, so I, I'm and just imagining you. I think my, 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 first, my first game was at Roffey when I was... Well, actually, yeah, it must have been when I was at Roffey. I was about nine years old. Oh, my gosh. So that was my first game, and then... From there, it's just always been a constant in my life, really, throughout the whole summer and in the winters. Just always been playing it, always been Why? Practicing. Why do you love it so much? Why do you love cricket the most? I, I love it because it's an individual sport. No, it's not. Well, it's a team sport, but it's, yeah. indivi- but <laughs> it, it's a team sport. It's a team individual sport. It, yeah. Wow, that is unique. I can it's see. Team, I don't want to confuse everyone, but it's a team sport in the fact... Everyone, as if we've got thousands of yeah, listeners. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to confuse, but there's, a, there's 11 players in the team... But each player, when you're God, performing... Here we go, literally, when he starts talking about yeah. numbers of players and numbers there's le- of there's, there's 11 players, but you're responsible for your own game. So when you're batting, it's just you batting. Okay, when so you're bowling, I see what you mean. You you're ca- even when- though you're letting everyone down, you're not letting mm-hmm. everyone else's reputation down. You're only no. letting down your own reputation. No, for example, if I bat and get no runs, but my team wins, then I should be happy. But I often think, oh, we've won the game, that's great, but I've not contributed. So it's sort of like I've yeah. not really felt like I've done anything. Whereas football, 11 players together. Yeah. Even if you have a bad five minutes or you miss a goal or whatever, you do something bad. Yeah. Then you've got time to, you've got 90 minutes to make up for it. But if you. 90 minutes? Yeah. But if, if you get out that's of cricket. That's a really long If you get time. out of cricket in the first over. Wasn't you, over. Uh, the bowler bowls six balls, six balls in and over. Right. If if he gets me out, that's my day over. But over then, in the over. Yeah. Over in the first over. Yeah. Plenty of overs. So, that, so like, I like it because it's it's more it's, it's an individual sport, but in a team framework. And I love being part of a team, so it works perfect. Is there anything that draws you to the sport because of how? prestigious it is or how prestigious it, it looks like it's a commonwealth well, sport everyone wears white it's quite a yeah, posh it's quite thing traditional to do. it's quite traditional yeah and it's a bit old-fashioned in a way yeah but, do you like that about it yeah or would you i like the do fact you want it to be more like well it's becoming more yeah it's becoming more more sort of fashionable now like players trend, you're on trend. yeah more trendy now yeah more trendy P- players now wear like colored kit oh there's like ooh. colored stumps they've bought stumps they light up and stuff oh <laughs> It's there's becoming like, like a dance race. Yeah, there's like cheerleaders there at some what? professional games. Yeah. What? You've got cricket cheerleaders? Yeah, if someone hits the My boundary. gosh, I should be a cricket cheerleader for you. Mm. Yeah, well, I've seen Do you. they do like proper tumbles and pyramids well, and all that stuff? But I mean, that's or are a, they this like is stuff on This is stuff on TV. The people that watch my game aren't that. They're old men or old women who have one man, their dog, you know. It's not a massive crowd there, but... <laughs> Can you imagine, like, yeah. this whole cheerleader but cricket, set up with, like, two guys watching? Cricket's trying to become a bit shorter in Thank length God. of the game. So not Thank not God. sort of all day. It's trying to become, Does like, that three hours. for you as well? It's trying to become, like, three hours. Is that your games we're going to become Yeah, well, there's, there's, like, different formats. You've got, like, you got like 50 over game or 20 over game. The 20 yeah. overs is what everyone loves now because it's over quicker. Okay, good. Everyone loves the 20 overs. Whether but I don't like over. that one. 
So that's been your p- biggest passion your whole life. Cr- yeah, cricket's my main passion. Yeah. And is this has this got anything to do with your brothers and the fact that you've grown up with three brothers? Yeah. Oh, they they've played a massive part. Yeah, because I'd always have someone to play with. Yeah. I'd always have three brothers who were all similar age. Yeah. And, and we're all obsessed with sport and cricket, especially. So we'd always be in the garden playing until it just got oh, dark. Oh, you guys are so cute. And then when it got dark, we just turned the lights on and just played in the dark. Oh. So we never. Re- <laughs> We never really went into That would be like me growing up with three musical theatre lovers and like constantly putting on plays. Mm. I don't, I mean, I would probably have loved that, but equally, were you quite competitive with one another? Yeah, very competitive, yeah. I mean, that's how a game would end. A game would end because of it got dark. A game would end because there's been an argument. (laughs) So so everyone's all happy, hunky dory. Someone's been given out and they didn't like the decisions, they sulked off and went inside. Oh, it's so bittersweet. So it. It brings you together, but it also yeah, tears but, you apart. But also, yeah, that person would go inside and sulk for a bit, but after five minutes, that person would then get bored and want to come back out again. Aww. So, well, that's really sweet. So, yeah, so those, my three brothers especially, really, without them, playing by yourself, not the same, is it? So do you think that your biggest passion today would be cricket without your brothers, if you'd grown up as an only uh, child? I think it still will would be, but... Really? Maybe I wouldn't have been so obsessed when I was younger with it. Really? Because we'd always, in the summer holidays from school, we'd have about eight weeks off. We'd always be playing in the garden. We'd always be watching. So maybe the answer, what we're really getting at is if you want your child to have hobbies, Mm. give them lots of siblings and they'll make it happen. Yeah, because you spend a lot of your time at home, don't you, as your child? You know, yeah. you're only at school. <laughs> what do you think they are? Like well, you, well, clubbing on a Friday well, night? I don't know. You spend like six hours or eight hours at school. Yeah. And then you've got hours to be at home. Yeah. And if you if your mum and dad are working or busy or whatever, and you can't play with them, you need you need you need your brothers and sisters. Well, if they weren't busy and working, they'd be out in the garden playing with you. Your mum and dad. Yeah, my dad would often come back from work, and we'd literally oh, drag him outside. He was a good dad. We'd say to him. He would be like exhausted or whatever. We would say, put your bag down, come outside. I love how we're having this conversation as I'm holding a red... Is this a cricket ball? That's a cricket ball, yeah. Why is it... Oh, okay. Well, it's quite heavy, actually. Yeah, it's hard. They're quite hard. Mm. Um, I'm glad I don't have any of these flying in my face uh, on a Sunday, as you do. Okay, we're moving on to the second segment now. Um... The second segment of our positive thinking is your uh, first love. And don't feel like you have to say me. I've got to be careful what I say. No, don't feel like you have to say me. I'd be interested to know. With, this is totally well, going to end with a massive round. First of all, I'm very happy with Georgia. She is the love of my life. So okay, <laughs> thank you very much. I'll take that. No, no one compares. But, um, yeah, my first... Compares. Well, my first, like, real... I mean, I, I went to an all-boys school. Oh, God! Here we go, first love. This is how it starts. I, I, I went to an all-boys school, so... Oh, can I just interrupt you for a second? Yeah. I was listening to a podcast the other day with um, my my biggest love, Louis Theroux. Mm. And he is interviewing an actress called Millian Margulies, and she is absolutely hilarious. Highly recommend that podcast. It's from his Grounded series. And uh, she starts by talking about how she went to an all-girls school and she said that's when she fell in love and that's when she realised that she was a lesbian. And interestingly, even though 
I'm not saying I'm not I'm not saying that you're just going to come out now with mm. this big confession, but um, Miriam uh, said that actually back then, even though I think it was like in the 70s at like some Oxford posh girls' school, it wasn't a big deal that she was a lesbian then, which I found really interesting. Yeah. Because it was an all-girls school and apparently everyone was doing it and they just weren't exposed to boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, back to your <laughs> all-boys school story. Well, so because I was at an all-boys school, Yeah. I was at home with three brothers. Yeah. I went to school with all boys in my class, in my year, in yeah. the whole school. I never really had any contact with them. All my friends were boys, obviously. I never had any contact with any girls, really, until I left school and went to university. And then whenever we, the school used to put on like socials with girls schools. Mm. So like girls schools. Can you just talk me through uh, an example of a social with a girls school? Well, so what like, did it look like? What was the structure? Well, so it's a classic. It was on like a Saturday because we had Saturday school. We'd play sport in the afternoon and we'd all go back to school after. I feel like we need to just give a little back. It was also a Catholic school. Catholic boys school, yeah. Boarding school. Yeah, boarding like school. Very boarding old school, school. Very old very school. British. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, posh uniform. You know, all that sort of stuff, really. Everyone's got a double brown name. Every, everyone, everyone's got, like, three homes. You went to church. No, not church. We What's went it to, called? Yeah, worship. Worship. On, every Thursday night. Yeah. Just to... Yeah, it was a Catholic school, so every every Thursday night after lessons, we used to go to half an hour, hour in church. Hmm. And that just became part of the routine. So then, there were these socials with girls. So they would come to our school. And so we'd finish our game. We'd... we'd what do you think they were trying to do by bringing the girls well, all over? I, I think they were trying to, they were trying to make us have like, I don't know, just give us something, some social time because, because it was a boarding school, people stayed there on the weekend, mm. and if they had nothing to fill up their Saturday nights, they would just sit in the room, go smoking, or you know, get into trouble, try and order pizzas in that sort of stuff, and you couldn't do that. So I they love tried that that's to fill the extent up. of how naughty they were, trying to order pizzas in. Yeah. <laughs> well, because someone got salmonella at school. <laughs> What's some... that got to do with the pizza? Well, someone ordered the pizza. Oh. Didn't finish it. Didn't <laughs> finish like a chicken domino or something. Oh. Left under their bed. Oh. And then ate it the next day, got oh. ill. Then the whole school shut down and everyone couldn't do their exams. Oh, my God. <laughs> like. <laughs> Foreshadowing the coronavirus. Year 11s, year 13s couldn't do their exam. No, that's ridiculous. Because, because the whole because school... Because one person got... Yeah, got salmonella. Yeah, I just think that's ridiculous. So then the school obviously was like, well, we can't let people order pizzas in. But obviously people found ways around that. Okay. So like, Thanks for Because obviously a lot, of my, a lot of my friends were foreign kids from other countries. They're from yeah. Asia or... It was very international. Europe. Yeah, international school. So on the weekends, they'd go back to school on Saturdays and have nothing to do. Yeah. So they would try and give them some so sort of do, entertainment and bring, bring and like bring the girls 50 over. girls over. Yeah. It's very The Boat That Rocked. Have you seen that film? No. And they like bring the girls oh, onto the boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're like radio DJs, but they're like mm. pirates. Yeah. Pirate radio DJ. It's so cool, but then like they have this thing. It's like once a month they bring the girls over. It's very, very much. Yeah. So anyway, did you fall so, in love with one of these No, things? so like we would go to the social and then we would go back. We'd be back on the bus coming from the football game or whatever rugby game and go... Or I'm going to tell someone about my injury today. Or I'm going to tell a girl what? about... Tell my, a girl about your injury? Yeah, impress them. Try and impress them. <laughs> and, then, and then we'd all come How up How is that impressive? We'd all come up... Oh, oh, I'd yeah, my, my guy broke his leg. Well, my yeah. guy broke his neck. Yeah. Or, or, like, or like, you know, you might have scored a hat-trick and you're going to... And then we'd all be... What the hell's that? Like three goals. Okay, You score right. three goals in the game and then you go on the bus and go, Oh, I'm going to tell the girls tonight about my three goals. 
And then you get to the social. You know what's sad is that they probably had no idea what you were even talking about. Mm. Probably, yeah. But then no, but then this is the funny bit. You get the social, and then you have all these theories of how you can impress them and get the numbers and stuff. And then get their numbers. You, you turn up. There'd be music on. There'd be a bit of food in the t- on the side. And then all the worth boys would stand on one side, and all the girls from the girls' school stand on the other side of the room. And no one would act on the, what they've said. They'd do. And we would just talk amongst ourselves. And then after, it was about two hours long, after about an hour and a half, teachers would go, do you guys want to actually talk? Or do you guys actually want to dance or something? And then we'd all go, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we'd all be the around <laughs> The teachers, oh, I just can't yeah. imagine being one of those teachers. Yeah, it's so awkward. Then we'd all look round and go, who's going to go and talk first? And then in about the last 10 minutes. In the last 10 like, minutes, everyone would get on really well, yeah. right? Typical. It's like at the end of a holiday when you like meet someone you fancy or Yeah, someone would go over and then that would start everyone going over. Then Uh, then teachers go, buses here for the girls, they'll go back to their school. You know what's funny is if I was one of those girls at your school discos, I'm not kidding, I I will I would guarantee that I would be the first person either on the dance floor Mm. alone Mm. or to just pounce on someone. Yeah. And just start yeah. chatting someone up. Yeah, yeah, I think... And it would have been, like, mm. a dare or a bet or something, but I definitely would have yeah. done it. I was such a daredevil. But then... When I was at an all-girls school. Yeah. I did, that's the sort of thing I would do. You, you, If you came to the worst one, you might have started... It might have worked a bit easier. Yeah. You, but you'd, you'd I'm sad I was first. never invited. Yeah. But then, like... And then we'd... So you'd chat to someone for the last, like, ten minutes, and then their bus would leave. And then you, we'd go back to school Monday, and then... I'd over-exaggerate the story. I'd be like, oh, yeah, this girl, I spoke to her for hours and like, got on really well with her. But actually, the reality was I spoke to her five minutes because... Oh, gosh, and that was your experience That That was women. my experience of, yeah, until... And then I went to university. And then that opened up a whole new can of worms because... Wow. I bet when you were at university, it was like a dream come true. But because, because like, I had no girl mates, and I still don't really have any girl like mates... Thank God for that. Who were like, you know... But then I went to university and then my mum and dad dropped me off and then they left and then I was in my room like crying for about five minutes. What? You know, I've been upset they oh, left. Oh, you're so cute. You were like 18. And then all of a sudden I had like two girls knock on my door. And you're there crying, where's my mummy? Yeah, who are from oh. my hall. And they'll go, oh, we're going out. We're going for, no, it's like curry night in the student union. Do you want to, do you want to come with us? Yeah. And, and I was a bit like, I've never really had anyone. I've never really like. So I, I, I ended up, as you end up turning down, I didn't go. I stayed in. I stayed in my room. Why? Because I was like, I was like, oh, I don't want to hang out with those two, and I don't want to like, go with them unless I want to be in my room tonight and just like, yeah, you know, just do something comfortable for me, like watch football or something, and then just go to bed. And hopefully yeah. tomorrow will be better. You just needed something comfortable. But then the first people I met at university were literally all girls and a gay guy. Yeah. And then. So I was like, and freshers was two weeks. Mm. So for those two weeks, I was literally going out with six girls, a gay guy, my friend Ali, who lived, he lives in the same halls as me, lived at the top floor. And I was in the, I was now like you're like floor. best friends for life. Yeah. So he, That's interesting. I mean, I never had freshers when I was at university. My university yeah. was like, you do the first two weeks. I mean, not first two weeks, sorry. You just go straight into it and there's no freshers. But mm. you do kind of party throughout the year. But because I was in New York, the legal drinking age of 21 and I was like 18. So like we, I yeah, literally so had it's... no fun until I got to like 21. Yeah, so you got... 
Whereas you no. were in Cardiff, uh, getting I, absolutely but, off your face but, with six girls. But I had just turned 18 as well, so yeah. I, I hadn't been going out. To be fair, then. you'd earned it. You'd just done all that time with those, mm. with three brothers and all those boys and five-minute conversations at the end of a dance. I think you kind of yeah. deserve that. Then obviously my, my skills chatting up a girl were very limited. Really? What, and... what Can you just give me an example of one of your like chat-up lines? Uh... Okay, so say, let's do a bit of role-play. Okay, I'm at the student union about to order a chicken tikka masala and you're sitting next to me and I'm one of the six girls like in the group. Hmm. What's the first thing you say to me? I would have probably... <sighs> no, it's I... role play. You don't say I would probably. I, I'm doing it. So I'm eating my chicken tikka masala. I mean like, that. I mean freshers was quite good because you were like dressed up every night. Right. So there's an automatic, you start, you're, the, the ice is broken. The because, ice is broken because you're so standing dramatic. there in a you're standing there in a I don't know a Mickey Mouse costume talking to a girl who's dressed up as a I don't know what's pineapple that, yeah what's that thing um what's the thing the Egyptians always wore it's that white bed sheet oh gosh don't oh me. the Greeks the Greeks yeah. yeah yeah like basically a bed sheet that's quite no, but you, Ooh, no, la, but, la. No, but you know like um. It's everyone's I know like, what you mean. Yeah, yeah, I know yeah. what you a mean. Torah or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Medea. So then, <laughs> who are you? I'm Medea. I killed yeah. my husband. Yeah. <laughs> so then that I, would be me. So then I would like go and maybe like because you just break the ice with them. Comment yeah. on the comment, comment on the outfit. They comment on yours. Trying to take Nick out of each other for a bit. Mm. And then because obviously you know everyone's new. Because cool. everyone's new. And everyone's. It's, it's got a word. Negging. Mm. Negging. When yeah. you like take the Mick out of someone because you like them. Yeah, so you're taking the mick out of them. You do, you, you're you're like, negging. You're a bit of banter. Just say it, negging. Yeah, you're negging. Yeah, thank you. You're a bit of banter. Yeah. You're breaking the ice a bit, then all of a sudden... You, you're you... snogging each other's faces <laughs> off. No, but that never, no, but that never really happened in my first year. But then what? Also, then in my... Gosh, you're such a slow burner. No, it's no, painful. No, 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 no. What happened was, because I then met a girl in my halls. And yeah. Then she gave me a vague bit of attention. And then because she gave me attention, I didn't really know what that was until I'd seen her. I yeah. sort of, I ended up jasting her out. What, because she was the first one? She was sort of, put, gave me attention. She liked me for, for whatever reason. I didn't really offer much at that time. I was young, naive, <laughs> wet, wet behind the ears, wet, wet, whatever you want to call it. And she was a bit old. She's like 21. No, she's like 20, 21. Twi- really? Cool girl. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, I was, so then obviously I got a bit of attention and I was sort of thinking, well, Actually, don't mind her. No, yeah, she's actually right. But then, like, and it all happens quickly. And all of a sudden, I was like in a relationship with her. Oh my God. <laughs> but, but then, like, so, but I hadn't really like, you know, like everyone like tests the waters, does like dabble. Yeah, dab you, you, you date. There's, never, a, there's a thing called dating never, or courting. I never did that, but I never asked her out on dates either. I, I just sort of. You just became. You just an sort item. of yeah. You just sort of saw each other out at the student union. You saw each other at some pre drinks. And then all of a sudden, did you ever take her to the cinema or a restaurant? Yeah, yeah like once you've not before I was her boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, I literally didn't have to do much. That is so weird. Yeah, I literally didn't do much. I didn't literally didn't do anything really? to impress her. I was like, yeah, I literally. I, I remember. You're terrible. I, I, remember, I would never have dated you. I, I remember. I, I turned up to uni. I thought my halls was catered for. So I turned up and I had no cooking stuff, no what bowls. What do you mean catered? Like you're gonna have a like... private chef in your uni <laughs> No, it's when like they have like a refectory, a canteen, and in, in, in the university. You are such a boarding school. But then, no, but I thought, but I didn't, I didn't read on the website that it was actually self-catered. 
of course, you're at uni. This is what happens no, at uni. That's the whole that. point no, of uni. No, not all unis do that. Do. I'll guarantee you, you, you look up every uni no, to self catered. I reckon half of them. I reckon half of them. Listen, when you go to uni, the whole point of going to uni is how to become self sufficient. Cook for yourself, clean, mm. tidy, all those things about being an adult. Well, You're no, supposed to learn those skills. All I brought up to uni, I brought up a mini fridge. I brought up a bowl and a spoon and like a toast. So I see like where you're going with this. You got a girlfriend straight away because you wanted her to cook for you. Uh, well, she ended up doing a lot of that. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> now I see where we're going. No, but then like, I think I think she felt sorry for me because I know stuff because so I thought it was So she started hated. dating you because she pitied you. And then all, but then all of a sudden she was like making me dinner. She was like washing my clothes, and I was like, what? Yeah, she when was, you're at uni. Yeah. She was like doing all this stuff for me, and I was thinking like. Oh, and you lived in a shared uni house. It was like a flat. No, no, it was halls. Halls residence. Yeah, yeah that's what I mean. Hall, in, yeah. yeah, but like in, in the halls had like flats, so you're in your flat of like six. So rooms. she'd come over. She'd put she'd like, some washing on and cook you yeah, dinner. Yeah. Like your mum. Yeah, totally much. She'd make me. She'd make me dinner, and then, and then was, like, her, was her cooking really good? Was it better than mine? Uh, I don't really know. I don't. I can't remember what she made me. Was it better than mine or not? No, 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 okay, no, 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 no nothing very much. Well trained, well trained. Especially as I have your eggs from this morning, in my memory, and that was yeah, very good. Yeah, I but, do um, the best eggs. Yeah, but I don't. I can't remember what I ate in uni in my first year. I don't know what good. she made so me. So it wasn't memorable. But I remember I just had loads of chocolate cereal in my room. I used to Ch- chocolate? chocolate cereal. What, like cocoa pops. Yeah, and I used to have a mini fridge, so I had milk in there, yogurts in there, chocolate in there. And then I had like chocolate cereal and I had like, I'll just buy myself little food I'll keep in there and then just have that in my room and not Aww. share with anyone. Because I didn't want to share with anyone. I didn't want anyone nabbing my like, stuff. Yeah. I wanted my own fridge in a way. Yeah. So can we just please, so th- you are saying that this woman was your first love? Yeah. And then like, yeah. Then, then I just, I enjoyed spending time with her. You know, we just used so to So after stuff. you, so this poor girl, you didn't take her on any dates. I don't remember taking her much till like real official, really. So you didn't court her at all. No, I didn't, I didn't impress her. I literally just turned up. Yeah. You just assumed she was going to be your girlfriend, and then she just took on the role of basically your mother. And then you're like, oh yeah, she's all right, she'll do. Well, like, yeah, I mean, I I must have impressed her. I must have been doing. I'm I, I can't. I'm like 27 now. I was like 18 and nine years ago. I don't. Yeah. Really, I, don't I don't really know what I was doing, but I must have impressed her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Or well, well, maybe she was just really. Desperate. I remember just having stuff in common with her. Like I remember just like I remember that time I was really in the X Factor. So, <laughs> <laughs> I remember I used to really like watching oh X Factor, and then like on like Saturdays I'll be watching it, and then she would like say, "Oh, did you come? Do you want? I'm watching it as well. Do you want to come watch?" And I'll just go and sit and watch X Factor with her. That's basically like saying you'd ba- you'd date anyone who liked Love Island. But like I didn't have much money at uni. Do I mean like, I, I did? I like. Oh. I didn't know like I, I couldn't just go and wine diner every other night. Yeah, I or, suppose like, it's different at uni. Or like take to the cinema or whatever. Like it's easy now, but like Yeah. Well I had I remember my uni. I don't remember boyfriend. like my my one didn't didn't take me out either because we didn't have much money either hmm. when I was in New York. But he did take me out every Sunday to church. Yeah. <laughs> You probably would have preferred to stay in. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. It wasn't just any church. It was like the church that Justin Bieber would go to every Sunday in New York, in uh, Times Square. Okay, maybe Justin Bieber didn't go every Sunday, but he'd probably been a couple of times. And I told all my friends and family that he went every Sunday. But it was very much like a very popular church. Thousands of people mm. would go and they'd have oh, like so these bit, big yeah, bands yeah. that would perform. And it was like 
famous people would get up and talk and it's the same guy who married Kanye West and Kim Kardashian would get up and and preach every Sunday and it was just like basically That's like a bit different isn't it? it was you'd go to say you'd been you know yeah, what I mean yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. it's, it's kind of like do. going on holiday just to post pictures about it on Instagram it's like the church equivalent of that yeah so it's more about but that would be my date every Sunday with him mm. And it was a smart one from him, actually, because I could post about it. I looked cool. You looked impressive. And it was free. Mm. So he's But he's now when I look back, I'm like, oh, cringe. Yeah. Yeah. So it's funny, isn't it, how you, how, how it happens like that. But so you would say that this woman was your first love. Yeah, then I, I, I really liked her, you know. And yeah. I, I sort of thought, actually, I probably do love you, actually. Yeah. Aww. Yeah, probably. And how did it end? Uh, it ended about... Well, she went in her second year. She, um, I remember we getting like first year was going on first. First year was going quite swimmingly. Everything was going nicely, and then I remember like after Christmas, she was like, "Oh, I might go to America next year and do my second year there." Yeah, and I, and I, I've always been like, I've always, I thought I've always like um like doing something different. I don't like doing the same thing as everyone else. Mm. So when she said that, I thought, "Oh, you got to take that if if you get that." opportunity from the uni yeah you gotta go oh, of course you, and she and she was a bit like oh well, what about you like what what um what about how yeah. i feel because but then but then um if she didn't go you have to like start talking about where you're gonna live the year after you know like you got to sort out of a university house in the town and then she was like do you want to live with me and then she was she was close mates with another girl in my flat so i knew her well me, but but her. how did it end? Well, I'm, te- <laughs> I'm telling you. Oh, right, okay. But, um, so then I was like, oh, I'm going to live in the second year. And that's overwhelming. And then I was a bit like, I quite, I quite like it now because I've got my own space. So I, I can do whatever I want. And you're with the lads. Yeah, I can go with to... With the Because I was in the football team and stuff and then I, I had obviously my course mates and then, so I, had, I was again around boys. And then, um, and then she, she got the all clear to go to America. Yeah. So she went to America and I went to move in with four guys. Yeah. And then, Oh, that is just a recipe for disaster. But then actually it wasn't because actually throughout most of that year I was still with her. Wow. That's so, quite a credit to you. And we used to like, we used to like Skype every few, every so oh, often. I just couldn't do and then, that. And then like, I thought actually we probably can get through this really. I, th- I didn't really... Gotta get through this. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I re- I don't remember through. thinking, oh, it's, this is actually big, that big a deal. Yeah. And then, and then, um, <gasps> don't like, tell towards me she the end cheated of, on you. No, no, nothing oh, like that. Then damn t- it, towards, damn it. towards the end of the year, I've now got a bit older. So I, I'm now a bit more like. Actually, I love how that I've outgrown you, I've matured, well, even well, though like, she's like. Well, but like, I, I was actually 21. like, I was actually, hang on a second, you're 19, 20 now. Mm. You know, it's like, I'm at university, I want to, I got used to being by myself a bit. Yeah. I was like living with four lads. They're all single, and I was a bit like I'm a bit like the granddad of the group. Basically, you were watching everyone else have fun, and you were like, oh. "I want to go out." Well, but again, I was, I with, I was with four lads who are incapable of talking to females, so I wasn't really missing oh, out right, much okay, in that yeah. in that regard. But are you saying John's incapable of talking <laughs> to females? Yeah, no, he would admit that. Really? <laughs> yeah. I think he's quite. I think he's got. He the, is. Uh, yeah, no, he's got the he's got the he's got the cockney he's got the cockney sort of charm. Yeah. And then um. You're right, darling. Yeah. You're right, darling. Yeah. Come with me and my lads. So um, and then I just got used to like being by myself, being with them, and I thought I actually quite enjoy this. Like I, you know, I don't, I've got no reason to be tied down yet. 
And then it was like an amicable breakup, really. It wasn't like it. No, I was really hoping you'd be like, and then no. she cheated on me, and now I hate her, and that's why I love you so much now. No, and then I remember. But you're like, no, she. Was I remember she was like, oh, do you want to meet me um, when I come back anyway? Just like chat it over. Yeah. So she when did. she got back, I met her at this, some train station in London, I think. Yeah. And then we literally had a chat for about half an hour, and then we just went our separate ways, and that was it. Have you spoken since? Imagine if you were like, yeah, uh, last night. Yeah, well, she, no, she was at uni. She, she also came back to uni. Yeah. So in my third year, she was back in town. Oh, right. Back in town. And I was... The girl is back yeah. in town. The ex is back in town. Yeah, and I, and I was there. Yeah. But by this point, I've got a whole... I've got my I've got my mate sorted now. I know who I want to be yeah. with and who I want to hang out with. You've got... She's got her group. friends. Yeah, you're she's got her group. friends. I've got my friends. My friends are sporty. Her friends aren't. Yeah. But then my then, friends aren't sporty. I remember I do remember seeing her out in freshers in third year. Yeah. And then I got daggers from all her mates. <gasps> what? You didn't do anything wrong, really. No, no, no. But I remember I felt a bit. I don't know why I felt bad. And then I was like, we yeah, were in, but, I mean, we were in this nightclub in Cardiff, and then I remember I was like, oh, because it's not a big nightclub. There's two two levels to it. Yeah. So when we went in there, and I, we we walk into the dance floor. Yeah. Me and all my friends, and then her friends were already there. So then I was like, oh, I'm going upstairs. They didn't want, I don't, you know what it's like when everyone's been drinking, it all escalates quickly. Yeah. And I don't like, I don't like being the centre of attention. So, I mean, it wasn't amicable, really, if they were all giving well, you daggers. They were just like, oh, Theo's here. And they were like, do you know I mean a bit disappointed? Didn't work out, whatever. Do you know what I mean? I think they had, they found yeah. me a bit distasteful after that. Yeah. They had a bad taste about me after that. Oh. So then I remember thinking, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to be in the middle of something here. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't like being in the middle of attention. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. I went upstairs and then you just try and avoid them all night. You just try and like, you just try and go the other way, turn your head. You know, oh. just look the other way, just try and keep an eye out. And then that was it, really, just fizzled out. Oh. And then that was it. Well, it's a nice story. Apart from the uh, toxic friends by the sounds of things. Yeah. But you know what girls are like, you know, like... Yeah, yeah, you know, I know. Oh, as... you know what girls are like. Yeah, yeah, it says yeah, the yeah. guy <laughs> who never spoke to one since he was 18. <laughs> okay, so our last segment of positive thinking mm. is um, your three biggest lessons. Oh, you may, you may be write these down. You knew I'd forget. Yeah, so I haven't seen them yet. But let's All just right. start with the first. All right. What's so your first my, biggest my, my first one, I actually learned. I actually learned this at school. Yeah. And it was a big. It was big. Imagine if you're gonna talk to me about like an algebra equation. Or no, something. I learned this at school, and I didn't learn that. I was no. set for maths. So I was rubbish. <laughs> but like, um, the school was really. I was really lucky. I had loads of opportunities at school. Yeah. I had loads of opportunities to do extracurricular stuff. I like. Yeah. It but, was a posh school. We get yeah, it. Yeah, we yeah, get yeah. it. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. So. So. Um, but the thing about there was they say to us always say yes to things, don't like don't say <gasps> no to me. Or, really? Is this one of your biggest lessons? Yeah. Say yes to opportunities. Yeah. Oh my gosh! You know what? I'm gonna disagree with that one. I'm gonna, I feel I'm gonna, like I'm gonna wait, I'm listen, gonna discuss it one. Listen, this, this is my podcast. This is my positive thinking. I think saying yes to things all the time can get you into so much. Not all trouble. the time. Not all the time. I have learned that I. It is a form of self-care to say no to things. Mm. Because yeah. I was always a yes person, and I'd say yes to everything. And I just ran myself to the ground with it. Yeah, I've had this discussion with you before. 
But what I mean by saying yes to things is not not like it's like taking yourself out of your comfort zone. Believing in yourself. Yeah, so it's like someone would say, um, well, look, well, this is why I'm saying this is because because like we mentioned earlier, cricket was so big for me. Mm. And then when I left university, I got an offer to go to Australia to go and play there. And, and if you and, hadn't and have I, said yes, and yeah, if I and I could have easily gone, oh no, nah, no, nah, I don't want to go away from home for seven months. Yeah, I don't want to not know anyone there. I knew one person from Australia, my friend Luke. That was the only person I knew. Mm. So I was literally going in on my own. But then I said yes to it, and. It was like the best thing to happen. Changed your really. life. Yeah, on a personal, on an individual thing, you know what I mean? So, lesson two. So, saying yes to like opportunities, you know, you end up you end up being able to go new places, try new things, meet new people. Explore new and, and, and because of that, you grow as a person. Yeah. I believe. So, lesson two. Lesson two is talking to people who are close to you more often. I don't do that enough. No, same. Nor, nor do I. Yeah. And like, because, because when you go through your life, whatever, when <laughs> when you go through your life, whatever, when it's going like well and stuff and everything's happy, everything's good. And you everything's don't good, check in with people. No, but you don't talk to anyone because you don't need yeah. them. Yes. As soon as a bit of trouble turns up, oh, and I. And, and this you, makes you, me feel terrible because my mum always says to me like, "No news is good news with you," yeah. and I'm like. Yeah, it's sure. Some aspects, but actually, yeah. I'm like, that shouldn't be the case. It shouldn't be yeah. the case that no news is good news with my so mum. Like, I should talk to her when things are good too. Yeah, yeah. So, so um, because what I found, what I found myself doing is, you know, you've lived with me now. You know me for a while, and you've lived with me. Now. So you <laughs> know me for a while. Oh, no, no, no. But you know, you know those things like pumping up tires in the car. I can't do. <laughs> or like when we when we were trying to when we were trying. I can, to, can I just go back? Yeah. Can I just re- rewind? Yeah. Okay, just, just for our play. listeners, all our thousands of listeners out there, we went to pump up my tyres today, and I took Theo with me, thinking that he would know how to do it. And he's like, we get there, and he's like, what do I do? Uh, okay, um, where, where does yeah. the money go? Uh, what, yeah. what, what number does it need to be on? Um, which tyre? And I'm like, do all the tyres, it's number 32! Yeah, yeah. Look here, like he's yeah, probably, like, and I cannot believe. Sat in the car wait, and didn't even open in the, seven years of driving, you have never pumped up your tires before. I'm, I just think that I've, is, ne- I've never done that. No. I think it's miraculous that you've never had a flat tire. Yeah, well, whenever I have, well, I've just gone to quick fit straight away, and they've like done something to my car, and it's been worked. Well, they've pumped up your tires. Yeah, well, I don't know what they've done. Oh, <laughs> they, they've <laughs> definitely, like you've gone to quick fit every time you need your tires pumped. I, I, I don't know. My cars just don't go flat. I don't yeah. know what's going on. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. So um. So yeah, this talking to people thing. Yeah. So, because what happens is, what happens is if you don't, um, and it was like Microsoft Teams when I was using that. I didn't have to do it. My dad, my dad used it for his job or his work. So I just phoned him and said, "Can you help me with this?" And that's the only time you phone him. But wh- why oh. don't why don't I phone him and say, "How are you?" Or like I'll text my, my, I feel my like brother Joe. Some Jared. people are going to be listening to this, going like, "I do that all the time." You guys yeah. are just bad people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But like my older brother Joe is re- is a real like handyman. He knows all the techie things. He's like he knows the answer to everything. Yeah. And I would just end, I'd find myself just messaging, going, "Can you help me with this?" Yeah. Rather than my first message not being, and you've told me off before. I remember you saying to me, "Oh, have mm-hmm. you have you asked Joe how he was or anything?" Do you remember when you, we were? Um... Yeah, I think it's 
weird when you phone yeah. people and you don't start with how are you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You go, Joe, yeah. my, my TV's broken. I'm mm. like, Theodore, that yeah, is rude. Yeah, 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 that's awesome, isn't it, TV? But then... Yeah. <laughs> so, um... So, okay, that's lesson talk two. Talk to people more... That sounds more like a goal than a lesson. I suppose yeah. your lesson is that you've My learnt... lesson is I've learnt yeah. that... It's important to check in with people. It's important just to say, hi, how are you, rather than needing something from someone. Yeah. I don't want to talk to them because I need them. I want yeah. to talk to them because I want to actually talk to them. Let it be there. known that you do call me and check in with me all the time. You don't just speak to me when you need me. So at least you've got to no. get right with one person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and your third lesson. My third on. one, um, it's sort of a little bit similar in the fact that um, you sort of make time for people's successes. Mm. So like, when I achieve something, mm. I want people to go, "Oh, well done!" Or pat me in the back, or you know what I mean? It's never. <laughs> ever, ever, I need more praise. No, everyone loves that. <gasps> everyone loves that. Well done, or from someone, yeah. from someone you respect. Yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. It's got to be from someone yeah. you respect. So if you it do, can't be from someone you don't give a you know, about. Yeah. Oh, exactly. If you do something good, if you put on a good show at your school, yeah, you want Daryl to go, "Well done, Georgia. You've done well." Yeah. You want the someone I respect. Yeah. yeah. So when it's your turn and you've done something good. Yeah. And you're you're obviously close to me, so I've got to make sure I celebrate my success. Yeah, your happiness, yeah. Yeah. Rather than go, Oh well done, Georgia. And it's a bit selfish, isn't it? Just to like Just to kind of move just on. Just to move on from that. Yeah. But actually we should really make the most of that moment. Yeah. So because that's how I'd like to And I that's true also just not not just for other people but also for ourselves because mm. i'm very quick to dismiss my achievements yeah. and just move on to okay what's next like yeah. that's not good enough i need something better no. now no. but i'm very i i always dwell on the bad mm. stuff and yeah. like the bad things yeah. that i've done and, and much more than i do the achievements I, I feel the same because when you play cricket yeah if you oh back to cricket no, but because the games <laughs> because there's like two games a weekend for Four months of the year. Yeah. You always think about the next game. Yeah. So you do something good, you score 100, and then you forget about it because the next game's tomorrow. Yeah. And next game next week. Exactly. You're just, you just, you, and you're not taking a moment mm. to soak up the success and, of the day. And actually think, and actually sort of like reflect on that. Right? Mm. What was the reason why it went well? Because yeah. I got a game tomorrow. Yeah. I need to think about them. And it's, it's also like to, it's positive get, vibes juice as well, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's easy it's to like, get caught up on negatives. Yeah. It's easy to get caught up, oh, it's bad today. And that's the whole point of this podcast, mm. celebrating the positive. Talking so, about yeah, so things. celebrating people's successes and just sort of, that's, I think that's something I need to get better at, but, but I'm, it's I'm, a I'm aware of it. I'm aware, yeah, I'm aware. it was a pleasure having you with me uh, I would say goodbye Great. but we are going to spend the rest of our time together <laughs> probably well, but thank you, you so minutes. much for uh, coming on the show That's been a and thank you for joining Positive Thinking bye pleasure. goodbye <laughs>